Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day, Coxie. Good morning, Warwick. How are you this morning? I'm very well. I'm watching your little... uh it's like the voting worm on the elections. Oh, uh, what do they call that thing? There's a name for it. I like it. The worm. Yeah, but it's got a special name. <laughs> I just know it as the worm. <laughs> and and we're a bit worried because my worm's bigger than your worm. Your worm is enormous comparing to mine. Far <laughs> <laughs> right, out. Monday morning, we're straight into it. G'day, listeners. Uh, Wasn't Nick coming at you? Tradies in Business podcast. Don't be fooled. This isn't some weird podcast that's uh, hacked into the Tradies in Business podcast no, and it's replaced us. it with garbage. It's, well, we might be garbage, but it is us. Yes. Yeah, so we're doing things a little differently. This is the um, the Tradie Rona cast, episode four. It's April 6. That's not confusing. We should match it up with the date. We might need to pump out another couple today. Yeah. Uh, so Monday, April 6th, we're deep into the Rona now. <laughs> I think there'd be many people out there that would happily say they're drowning. <laughs> They've drowned in the Rona. Oh, um, That and a bunch of Tim Tams and uh, the rest of the bourbon they found at the back of the cupboard. I know, right? It's like you're on holiday. Like It's like Christmas or Easter already, I suppose, and you're kind of eating all the things that you shouldn't be eating. My children ate a lot over the weekend. But we did do something fun on Sunday. We can't go out anywhere, and one of our favourite things to do was to take the kids out once a month to lunch, generally at a pub. So we made a pub at home. How? What what does that actually look like, a pub at home? (laughs) So we made a sports bar. We had a pool table. We had jerseys <laughs> lining the walls. Uh, we had forex banners and signs everywhere, all homemade, of course. And then we ate pub food for lunch and we had a few games of cards that we, well, as you know, but we were calling it Texas Holden Poker or whatever it is they play at the club. And <laughs> With you know cards. laugh and that was the end of our Sunday. That's cool. It was a bit fun. I love the, uh, the creativity. I don't really know what else you do with the weekends when you're on the Rona Watch. Mm. It's it's interesting, and because uh, this is a completely unplanned episode, like most of ours, to be honest, <laughs> I I want to speak to that whole thing about eating and drinking during the Rona. Yes, can we? And you probably saw that I, without approval, shared something to our group on Facebook this morning. I did. I haven't looked at it yet, though. But I can see from that a you might you might delete it when you see it. But it's from a, a previous guest on the podcast, um, Ant Power from Anthony Power Nutrition, um, or Power Nutrition, I think, which is kind of cool because you know he works with a lot of middle-aged men and women. Uh, but but he's a middle-aged man and he was fat and sick and um, a nutritionist, which wasn't really working for him. So no. he uh, he did some more digging and learning and uh, lost a ton of weight and got fit and healthy. And and now he works with people to, to help them sort of figure out the same stuff. But he was talking about the Rona and being stuck at home, whether you're in quarantine or ISO or just restrictions or lockdown, whatever crappy term you want to give it. And there's a bit of a tendency for people to, oh, 
I guess eat and drink a bit more than they normally would because, well, what else do you do when you're stuck at home? I don't know whether – what do you think the psychology is behind that? Do you think it's uh, panic? Do you think it's excitement because they feel like it's holidays? Do you think <laughs> – Does anybody feel like it's holidays at the moment or are they no. just like cooped up and hating life? Actually, here you go because people still listen to the podcast, we're told. Yes. So if you're listening to this, we want to know, do you feel like it's holidays? Being stuck at home, you can't go to the pub, you can't play golf. Well, apparently. Um, Can we not start? Don't get Coxie started on that one. (laughs) But uh, there's a lot of things that we're not, quote unquote, allowed to do, we're not supposed to be doing. And I guess my take on it is um, it's a bit of substitution and Ah. maybe some emotional uh, emotional comfort. Yes. In, in eating and drinking, you know, it's that whole comfort food thing. I know we're coming into winter here in Australia, so there is usually a tendency for people to do that a little bit more. Mm. And it's it can be a bit of a slippery slope, actually. It's an interesting thought, and it's easy to fall into the trap. And because we're home day after day after day, well, many of us are, not all of us, but many of us are, it uh, very quickly changes and becomes a normal part of your day instead of something extraordinary. Yeah. And, oh, look, I don't know what the answer is, and I'd love to hear from you listeners as to how you're finding things. Are you eating and drinking more because you are at home more? Are you drinking a bit more because it helps? Um, you know, what's how are you feeling about all this? Or are you the other way? Have you gotten really motivated? It's like, oh, awesome, all the money I'm saving on gym fees – has made you feel amazing, so you're actually working out in the garage. Um, I don't know if any of the sports stores are still open, but I know uh, Wifey and I went and spent some some money on some dumbbells and kettlebell and a bit of gear for our garage um, before we left Queensland. So we've got our own little gym set up in the garage here. And, uh, you know, I, there's a few people who are probably excited to be able to not have to drive and take the bag and organise the kids and... It's actually probably a bit easier to do some of those things now. But, yeah, the eating and drinking thing, I know I've caught myself a little bit wishing for more chocolate in the cupboard, which we can't have because we're in quarantine and we're not allowed to leave the house, not even for groceries. Um, so that's probably been good for me. <laughs> I didn't know you even ate chocolate. Shh. Um, 90% dark. Have you stumbled on one of your vices? Oh, yeah, I'm a... Chocolate and ice cream. If there's ice cream in the fridge, which there is never ice cream in the fridge because it's always in the freezer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but if, if there's ice cream in the freezer, I I need to exercise my levels of willpower to not just sit and eat the whole damn tub. Seriously? I would never have picked that of you. <laughs> I think I heard wifey chuckle from the other room because, <laughs> of course, we're all working from home now so she can hear everything I say. I know. Uh, Huh? Yeah, ice cream's my thing. It's it's my kryptonite. Oh, mine's chips. Oh, the gobbledock. I, that is me. In a previous life, that's who I was. I'm sure I was born all hairy like the gobbledock and I just <laughs> shed it over the years. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's an interesting time and uh, I think Ant Power's Advice was sound, um, and there's a lot of nutritionists and and people sort of 
almost pleading with us to just be mindful of whether we reach for the packet of chips or the ice cream tub or the bourbon bottle or the wine or whatever it is a bit too often because those things can actually, well, more than anything, they can actually compromise our immune system, which is more important now than ever before. Um, And those sorts of foods make us a bit more tired and perhaps, you know, contribute to lower mood and those sorts of things. We get the initial rush, but there's a lot of evidence to show that those foods can actually make it harder to stay positive and focused and deal with the screaming kids and all the other stuff going on. So just a, a time to be, just to be watchful, I think. I think it's a bit psychosomatic in that we forget, well, I'll speak from a, a female's point of view, and well, my point of view. We'll just make my point of view. Just yours. Then <laughs> it's safe. I won't get in trouble. Um, but you, you know, it's really unmotivating to get up every day and not have to go anywhere, not to be seen. I'm not feeling motivated to get up, put my face on, do my mm. hair, put on nice clothes. So I'm less likely ordinarily to get dressed up, to put my face on, to eat well, to be mindful of the fact that I'm constantly um, presenting myself, I suppose. It's really, yeah. forget that. And so I'm I'm not going to speak for myself on this next bit, but it becomes easier to fall into those poor habits instead of, you know, and the other thing that I'd like to speak to that you've just spoken to, some people would find it more motivating being at home and being able to work out at home and thinking about the money they're saving, the time they're saving. But a lot of people find it that harder because like anything, especially in our businesses, accountability counts. And if we've got nobody to be accountable to, it's really easy to press snooze on the alarm. Or to yeah. roll back over and go back to sleep. And again, all of these little habits turn into big habits that continue for a long time after and set us up for all kinds of hard work when this is all done. Yeah. And I think that's a great point, Coxie. And of course, I would say that because you're my co host. And if I don't, you'll send me a virtual punch. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't hit me anymore. Not that you ever did actually hit me. Um, I don't think I've ever hit you once, but I'd give it a crack. You've probably thought about it. <laughs> No, I have not. Uh, my wife gave me a backhander the other day. Did she? You must have been misbehaving. I was being fairly cheeky. But um, <laughs> it is a good point. It's as much about the right now as it is about the three or six months time where the habits we're forming now will stay with us even after they open the doors and let us all out again. Yes. So I think in some regards – even though it might not feel as relevant right now, it's speaking for myself, there's been days where I wake up and go, meh, I can't be bothered. Why bother? Why bother shaving or doing my hair or changing out of my track pants or even putting pants on? Please put uh, pants on. <laughs> <laughs> because what's the point? Blah, blah, blah. You know, that whole downward spiral. Yes. Sort of negative loop. Yes. And. I actually trimmed my beard yesterday. I could tell. Yeah. Uh, and um, I thought, it's looking scruffy. And and then I sort of look in the mirror every day and I think, well, I'm proud of my uh, my mountain man beard, but it's a bit ratty and it's not how I normally look. And I, I just sort of felt like maybe if I let that go, I'm going to let some other things go. Mm-hmm. And... It took me about half an hour to trim the damn thing. <laughs> but uh, 
I felt good this morning. I, I, to be honest, I actually probably felt a little more motivated and disciplined. I got out of bed at, I think it was only the second snooze when I got up. It was bloody cold here this morning. <laughs> and I, I lit the fireplace and I made a coffee and uh, got ready for our toolbox meeting this morning. And I had a bit more of a spring in my step. Now, I don't know if it was because I trimmed my beard or because it was three degrees and I didn't want to stand on the floor for too long. But yeah, I think those little things can become bigger, more worrying things if we let those habits change. So I think that sparks back to something that you and I have been talking about and we spoke about in this episode earlier is routine, keeping your routine. So your routine may have changed. You may not physically be able to work at the moment or the way you're working may have changed, but still show up, get dressed, Mm. show up, even if it's to sit at the computer or to make a few phone calls. Do the same sort of or have the same sort of time blocks that you would ordinarily have. So you might not be out on site, but take those periods of time and put them into working on your business rather than in your business. See what you can do now to lay the foundations to be there ready to go when we get the consumer confidence back, which we were talking about in our toolbox meeting this morning, we can already see is rising again. So I guess keeping that routine or or creating a new routine so that you can still work to a routine would be the first step here in ensuring that some of those other habits don't become more permanent habits, the poor habits that we don't really want for ourselves personally or in our businesses as we start to get through this process and not knowing how long this is going to last for, you know, it might seem really good. Oh, we'll just have a few extra treats. It's Easter this weekend. But what happens in six weeks time when you're still having a few extra treats because, you know, we're in quarantine and I'm bored and I don't feel real good. And this makes me feel good for a minute. And then what happens another six months down the track when nothing's changed, regardless of what the outside looks like, we're not going to feel great on the inside. So Routine. I'm a big, well, Warwick knows what I'm like. I like routine. <laughs> <laughs> but it does work. And I like routine. to be spontaneous, Coxie. <laughs> you do. You like your, shut up, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I absolutely agree with you, Coxie. And uh, I'd be keen to know, or I could be keen to hear from you listeners as to how you'd, you'd facing this aspect of the Rona and the restrictions that we've all been placed under. Um, You know, are you tending to a little more indiscretions here and there in the kitchen, the the pantry cupboard, um, the liquor cabinet in particular? And I guess, you know, focusing on those things because they can be such a, uh, a precursor, I think, for other sloppiness, I'll call it, Coxie. Ooh. Just, I think if we get sloppy... It creeps into other areas of our life and yes. I think it sets a bad example for our kids, for our partners, for our clients because, you know, most of our tradies are still still trading. It's tougher. There's been some reductions and I'd say based on the comments uh, and the people that we, we hear from and we see and that we're working with, better than 90% of, of our, our crew are still doing their thing. Yes. Um, it's in a different landscape. Definitely. And they're, and they're still going. So, you know, you don't want to be setting a bad example for your clients. You turn up looking like me with a scruffy beard and a flano <laughs> uh, just because you've stopped caring so much. Uh, so, yeah, I think simple stuff, Coxie. And, um, you know, it's, it's, you know what, there's so many things we can't control at the moment. Mm. And a lot of people are feeling like they've lost a lot of control. And it is such a simple area that we can control is what I stick in my mouth 
you know, what I eat or drink, whether I trim my beard or not. They just, they seem like small things, but we can exercise our own personal control in that area. And I think that's a, a huge boost for mental health and emotional stability at this time. Definitely. And we can all use some positivity. So knowing that there are areas of our lives that we do have control over does stimulate that better mood. It does stimulate the better outlook and it does help us get up, show up and do the things we need to do in this time that's a little more challenging. Absolutely. So if you would like a mood booster, oh, here's a was segue coming. Good Lord. Um, here's the call to action, listeners. <laughs> Coxie and I have started doing a Monday morning toolbox. We did it this morning. It's a Facebook Live streamed via the Trade Desk for our members, which is still free, Coxie. It is still free. Just simply Google Tradies and Business, find the Trade Desk, which you will find on the website under Work With Us. Click on the little link and then when you're prompted to put in your payment details, you can pop in the code Tradies for Tradies. That's the number four, Tradies for Tradies, and you will get your first month free. We, though, understand that that might feel a little scary because it's normally 50 bucks a month. So what we're actually going to do is remind you seven days before it rolls over into a paid membership that you're about to roll over so you can have a choice. You can hang around or you don't have to. Awesome. So find us, tradiesandbusiness.com.au or jump onto Facebook and find the Facebook group. Just search the group functionality, Tradies and Business. We hang out there, Warwick and I, poke around. Uh, I think we're nearly up to 1,600 tradies in there yeah. too. We tend yep. to keep um, conversations are very positive. There's a lot of help. Uh, there's a job board in there. We've had quite a few jobs in the last few weeks posted and taken away, which is fantastic because people are still looking for workers. Uh, come and join us in the group. And then if you so feel, join the trade desk, get a month free, see what we've got to offer. It's a bit of fun. Where can I have Yeah, it's really cool. And we've got some absolute legends in the trade desk as members who are um, still crushing it in business, actually. Yes, there was yeah, some really good information in there this morning about a couple of the members that are doing really well still. Yeah, yeah. And so they're very open um, and abundant with their sharing in there. So it is the sum total of zero dollars. Uh, <laughs> we will remind you before it kicks into the paid membership. Uh, lots of people obviously stick around for that because we are doing more and more all the time to give you more value, like our Monday morning toolbox meetings uh, to get you focusing on what you need to do this week in your business. Um, so go check it out and jump in. Coxie and I would love to see you in there. And uh, that's it for our Tradie Rona cast, Monday, 6th of April, 2020. This one's going to go down in history, Coxie. Okay, that's great. I'm pleased everybody will think this is awesome. <laughs> well, <laughs> just because Monday, the 6th of April, 2020 is never going to happen again. So it'll go down. Well, there you are. Fair enough. Yes. Oh, dear. My dad so, jokes haven't improved in ISO. No, no they haven't. <laughs> I thought you'd be using this time proactively to improve. No, I'm very undisciplined in that area. <laughs> there must be some areas in your life you're undisciplined in. Yeah, ice cream. Actually, <laughs> I think I can hear it calling me. <laughs> Have a good day, everyone. Hooroo. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.